Hello, and welcome to Coffee Talk with Crystal. I am Crystal Grafton Combs, host of this podcast and international president of Alpha Omicron Pi Fraternity. Originally started in 2019, Coffee Talk is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Here, we will talk about life, leadership, sisterhood, and so much more. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to the next episode. Terry Palmer, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Crystal. I'm so excited to have you here today, not only to talk about your AOPI story, but also the archives campaign and anything else that may happen to come up in between. But let's start where we always do at the beginning. Tell me your AOPI story. Well, I was a first time collegian in my family. And a dear friend of my father's had talked about AOPI. And that kind of steered me in that direction. But when I met the girls at East Tennessee State, the Phi Alpha chapter, it just sealed the deal. I instantly felt at home. And I was actually rush chairman the second year. The second year? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And I was Todragma. I did uh, get away from the sorority um, the second half of my junior year because I became youth editor of the newspaper in Johnson City. So I was working 40 hours a week on the paper. I was also a nighttime reporter. So it it was night side. So I went to school from eight to four and from four to 12, I did the newspaper. Wow. Yeah, it it was rough. Foolishly, I had decided to finish early. So I was 18 hours every semester and summer school. And I finished one semester early. So it, you know, it worked out. But looking back, it's like, what was I thinking? (laughs) You know, so when I was working for the newspaper, I had college pages and high school pages. So, of course, I had to include my AOPI sisters, you know, um, in the coverage. (laughs) So, kind of leaned their way a little bit. Absolutely. And I did make it to the the big events. That's amazing. You have shared a little bit about your collegiate experience and the time that it took academically for you to graduate early. Tell me what was a highlight of the times you shared with your sisters while you were in college? Probably All Sing. Lambda Chi Alpha All Sing was something big on our campus. The year that I was in small group, which was, you know, uh, five five other, you know, sisters, um, we came in third. Oh, wow. And there were two sopranos. And the other soprano had laryngitis. And we were singing Sounds of Silence. I had to hit the high part by myself. So, you know, winning third place was um, a real thrill for me. That's so exciting, Terry. I did not know that you sang. Yes. Well, now we know who's going to start AOPI Grace in the future. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, Terry, as we know... 
AOPI is not just for four years, while that is very often where it starts for our members, there are many to follow. Tell me what have been among the highlights of your alumni experience? Well, um, I didn't join the alumni nation until 2004. I had three boys, one of whom was disabled and required quite a bit of effort. So I leaned toward boy things. Um, I was Cub Scout leader and I was president of PTA and um, vice president fundraiser. Little League was in charge of Little League fundraising. I really didn't get involved as an alumni. I always wanted to, but it was, I don't know, not high on the radar. So um, I had one left in high school, one in college, and uh, the University of Kentucky called me and said, would you like to be an advisor? And I said, well, yeah. And my uh, son who's in college said, mom, you know, there's no uh, PTA in college. <laughs> yeah. He said, this might be a good thing for you. <laughs> That's how I had always found my, my uh, tribe, I guess. You know, my other mothers. You know, it was time to branch out and find other friends. And then we got transferred. We were in Lexington, Kentucky at that time. We got transferred to Chicago. And of course, like another friend of mine that moved, I was out trolling for friends, you know. um, And I enjoyed my experience as an advisor at UK and called Sherry Kagan. And I said, what can I do? You know, and I said, can I join your group? And she said, no, uh, Lake County is too far away from you. Um, I think you should join Chicago Northwest. So I did. And um, those women are so special. I just, uh, I can't say enough about those those women. I agree. Um, I know a few of them. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> and um, Dottie Cutler is one of them. Pat Yuza, uh, Sue Dunmead. And of course, my BFF, Joyce Strout. Yes. She and I are both still auxiliary members. Terry, I find one thing really interesting. You mentioned that you had always found your tribe in different places, as many of us do with children and, and with our careers and with our communities, neighborhoods, whatever it may be. And yet it only took one person asking if you'd like to volunteer. And I think that's a really significant takeaway for anyone who may be listening, because so often it really does just take one person to ask because we never thought about it before. And if it hadn't been for that, I wouldn't even know you today. Exactly. And all the other fabulous women in our sphere. Yes. I'm just blown away by all the the fabulous women I've met through AOPI. Same. You among them, for the record. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and and Panhellenic. Oh, absolutely, yes. Because I was, I was doing uh, Panhellenic from the time I began in Chicago. I went up through the ranks. I was secretary when I left. and started a fundraiser for them that is still going on today. Oh, that's and exciting. that was always 
my uh, big strength was um, connecting people, fundraising, and knowing how to bring people together. So I've used my skills. Well, let's talk about fundraising because (laughs) one of the things that anyone listening who has listened to any of our episodes this season knows is that we are wrapping up our capital campaign to support the new archives museum in celebration of our 125th anniversary you are among our donors who have been so very supportive from the beginning terry what inspired you to give to this campaign getting back to the awesome women that i've met i would have loved to have met our founders um just knowing their background in, in such a an early, before we had the boat, that they were just, you know, knocking it out of the park. It it just thrills me. I you know, I want to. I could listen all day to stories about the founders and uh, uh, and Peg talk about meeting the founders, two of them, helping them with their hair. That story resonated with me so much because it just brought it home. It's like. Well, they were real, you know, and because you tend to think of people in history as, you know, imaginary. It is odd <laughs> to think that not only were they real, when they created AOPI, they were college age women. It's not like they had the experience and maturity of another 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and yet what they wrote has lasted for 125 and nearly 126 now, so it really is impressive. So what do you think will be your favorite part of the new museum? Being able to um, view it in person and online. Yes. How many people get to come to headquarters, you know? Absolutely. Probably one of my, you know, things about moving here I wanted to be an AOPI Mecca. <laughs> yes, and you are. So I moved to Brentwood. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, so, um, but how many people do get to come, you know, and view all of that? And it's just so, as it is right now, it's amazing. But what we've planned, it's just unbelievable. Absolutely. And to your point, not everyone gets to come and they'll be able to see it online. So it is very exciting. So as you know, through the museum, we are seeking to preserve our history while we also prepare for the future. What is one piece of advice you would offer our young sisters who are just beginning their AOPI experience? To stay in touch and involved if they can. You know, as I told you, you know, I wasn't involved for many years, um, but I was raising a family and we, you know, we see that in our our alumni chapter here, you know, but we encourage them to participate when and however they can. I would have them be aware, you know, of what's going on in the sorority and maybe be live loyal. It's, It's done amazing things for me. I enjoy being um, part of that movement. One of the first people that was a life loyal and just, um, I don't know, staying in touch with your, your uh, 
sisters from college. And I'm still in touch with some of mine. And in fact, when I went to Chicago, my first meeting, we were going around the room, introducing ourselves. And I said, I was from Phi Alpha chapter uh, at East Tennessee State. And this little voice behind me said, so was I. And it was my pledge sister. That's wild. And of course, we didn't recognize each other. You know, it had been 30 years or so. And, you know, it was just such a wonderful reunion. And when we would go to Founders Day in Chicago, Patty and I would go up representing Phi Alpha. And it was such a moment for the two of us, you know, so. That's so exciting. And you just gave me chills with that story. Yeah, it was a full circle moment. You know, it's like. Oh my gosh, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't leave you. You're not wrong. All right, <laughs> Terry, everyone's yes. favorite part of the podcast. 20 questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Coffee, definitely. But sweet tea later. I am Southern. <laughs> <laughs> Milk, chocolate, or dark? Dark. Your favorite holiday? Christmas. Shoes or purses? Now that I've had foot surgery, maybe shoes. <laughs> I do like my Kate Spade purses, though. <laughs> Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Your favorite season? That's hard because I like spring and fall. I'll and let you I like have to. I, yeah, I'm just going to have to say all of them. <laughs> Your favorite flavor of ice cream? Vanilla with chocolate syrup. What is something you notice about someone when you first meet them? Their smile. Cats or dogs? Uh, recently cats, earlier dogs. What is your biggest pet peeve? Litter. Your favorite board game? Probably Clue. Your first job? Newspaper reporter. Of course. <laughs> Do you like surprises? Yes. What is one song you know all the words to? Um, you stumped me. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, you know, just kind of hum. <laughs> That's fair. Humming is good. Do you like your handwriting? I used to, but with arthritis, it's gotten a little clumsy. Now that we are in the last year of the biennium, and all roads lead to convention. Where was your first AOPI convention? Tucson, 2011. What is one thing you cannot travel without? Hairspray. Window or aisle seat? Aisle. Your favorite of our brand colors? I'd have to say red, I'm traditional. And last but not least, what is your favorite convention tradition? The Pips storytelling. Absolutely. Terry, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your AOPI story. And as always, for everyone out there listening, thank you. Until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm -hmm.